Hey friends, before we start the show, I want to invite you to check out my brand new free training all about how you can start your own freelance business from home. In this completely free one hour training, I am going to share with you exactly how I was able to leave my full-time teaching job and replace my income by freelancing and how you can do the same thing too. We're going to talk about how you can find skills that you already have and what services you can offer, as well as what you need to actually get started today. So you can go check out my brand new free training. It's my gift to you at aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. That's aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. And we will link that up in the show notes for you. All right, now let's go ahead and dive on into the show. Hey friends, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm really excited for today's episode. We have been doing a lot of behind the scenes research and asking you questions to make sure that we are bringing the best content forward, both here on the podcast, on all the other platforms that we create content on, making sure that we are really speaking to what you need. And in a recent poll that we did, a lot of you have been wanting more information or just wanting to start to think about, hey, if I want to step into more of a bigger role with my clients, or maybe I want to move out of just the general VA role and I want to start charging more premium prices or I want to land higher ticket clients. How do I do that? What is the first thing that I need to do? Where do I start with that? So that is what I'm going to be talking about today on the podcast. I know that this is going to help a lot of you if you have been looking to up-level your skills, if you have been looking for a way to charge more while not working all the hours. We're going to dive into all of that. And my my answer might actually surprise you, so I'm really excited. So let's go ahead and dive on into today's show. Welcome to the Freelancer to CEO podcast. This is the podcast for overwhelmed freelancers who are ready to simplify and scale their business so they can earn more and stress less. I'm your host, Aubrey Malik, and I'm a former elementary teacher who launched my own freelancing business, and now I want to share all my secrets with you. Each week, I'll be sharing business strategy, systems, and tactical tips that you can take into your business today so you can finally step into that CEO role you desire. Let's dive on into the show. If you have been around for a while, you have probably heard me say this, but the first thing I really want you to start to think about doing, if you want to start charging more, if maybe you wanna land some higher ticket clients, is that I want you to start thinking about what is the area or the thing that I want to get known for? What is the thing that really lights me up when I'm working with my clients, if I'm doing this particular service or I'm working on this kind of project? I am so excited to do that work. And I also get really great results for my clients. Now, there are probably a lot of different things that you know how to do. I know for me, when I first got started, I just started where I felt comfortable. But as I started working with clients, as I dove more into the online space, as I started learning about a lot of different things that you could do as a freelancer, I started to realize that, wow, there there are so many things that I could learn. And a lot of times, People can get hung up in that piece. Well, I want to learn how to do this, and oh, I want to learn about this program, and I want to take a course in this and learn how to do this. And I think when you're first getting started out, having a variety of skills that you can offer is great because you're kind of learning the ropes. You're learning how to work with clients. You're learning how to run your business. You're figuring out what works best for you. But I really believe that the quicker you 
figure out what is that one thing or that one area that really lights me up that I'm really good at that I would really love to do. Um, and, and a good indicator of this is what is that first project or that first client that you want to dive into? Like the beginning of the week, you're like, oh, I can't wait to work on so-and-so's project. That's usually an indicator of something that is it's falling to the top of your to-do list, even though the priority might not be there, right? Like even though you might have another project that needs to get done. If that is the thing where you're like, oh, I really want to dive back into that. I was having so much fun doing it. I can't wait to get working on that again. Or if you're like, oh my gosh, like an hour's already gone by. Like it felt like a blink of an eye. I can't believe that I was able to get all this work done or it didn't even feel like it was that long or it didn't even feel like work. That is usually an indicator of something that really could be a passion of yours and you could really dive all into. I think some people get concerned, like if I start offering, you know, social media management and Pinterest management, and I really focus in on website design, that is going to be shutting me off from a bunch of different clients. And the opposite actually happens. And the reason why is because once you kind of take all the fluff away and you really dive deep into whatever that service is going to be for you, it becomes clear to people what you do. I remember when I was first starting to transition from just doing the done for you freelance work. So working with clients one-on-one, helping them, providing support in their business. And I was transitioning into being more of an online coach and helping other people. I, it was really hard for me to kind of figure out where I fit in because I wasn't really calling myself anything other than an online business coach. I was like, well, I can help you with this and I can help you with your productivity. And sure, I could help you scale your business. And I also could help you get started. And, um, oh, I can help you with your mindset. Like I just kind of was doing a lot of different things and saying that I could help with a lot of different things. Two reasons why that was really tricky. Number one, people really didn't know what they could come to me for. Sure, I said, oh, I can help you with this, I can help you with this, but they're like, well, what is it that she really focuses on? What is it, what is the end result? What can she actually provide for me and coach me on? And I wasn't really clear on that. And number two, I felt like I had to start speaking to a lot of different people, which took up a lot of time and energy for me because I wasn't being very specific on like, who I wanted to work with, what I was gonna help them with, what was the transformation, what could they expect from working with me because I wasn't really clear on that. So the same goes for you. If you really want to start charging more premium prices, if you want to raise your rates, instead of being that you know everything to everyone and oh, I can help you with a little bit of this and that, I know it can seem scary to turn yourself off from all these potential jobs, but it will not only save you a ton of time because you're not having to try to market to all these people and talk about all these different things, it will become way clearer to your potential clients what it is that you do, the results that you get them, because that is what you are focusing on. So that's the first piece of it. The second piece of it, once you actually decide, okay, I really wanna go in on Pinterest management or branding and, and graphic design or website design or online business management or you know all the amazing things that you can offer as kind of that, that expertise for your clients, the next thing I really want you to start to think about is how can I create both long form and short form content around this topic? Let's first talk about long form content. Long form content is kind of what you're listening to right now. Podcasts, blogs, any longer video that you would find maybe on YouTube or creating some type of series, that is your long form content. I definitely like to keep it into three categories. So it's either like audio, written, or video. 
figure out which way feels doable for you. Um, and audio doesn't necessarily mean that you have to start your own podcast. Um, that could be you going and guesting on another podcast, creating that long form content. And I actually think this is a really great way to get started as opposed to necessarily starting your own podcast. Starting your own podcast is a lot of work. And I'm not saying that podcast guesting is not a lot of work, but you are tapping into an already established audience where the audience trusts the podcast host and you come in and you share your expertise and again, this goes in line with figuring out, okay, like what service do I want to offer? What do I want to get known for? And then how can I teach on that? How can I provide some value around that? So let me give you an example. If you are an online business manager, or maybe you are a course creator, you could go on another person's podcast and talk about three things that every business owner needs to know before they start to outsource in their business, or um, the five things that you need to consider before you ever launch a course. Or if you're a podcast manager, um, five tips to getting your podcast started with ease. Or um, let me think of another example, Pinterest. Um, the Pinterest tips that nobody is sharing right now that will actually bring traffic to your website. So thinking about those topics around your service that you could offer, um, that could be a way to create audio long form content. You can use that audio to nurture, you can share that out. Um, so that's one piece. Another piece would be a blog. I think this is great for anybody, especially if you're at that place where you're really ready to position yourself as more of instead of the jack of all trades, I'll do a little bit of everything, really starting to position yourself and calling yourself either, you know, a Pinterest strategist or a podcast launch manager or an online business manager or a copywriter, a website designer. If you're really starting to position yourself and, and calling yourself like this title where you know that that title comes with more up-leveled service, um, it comes with more value that you're providing for your clients, then you really want to, I would... I would encourage you to have a website. A lot of people talk about websites and they encourage people to have websites. I am a believer that in the beginning, it is not the number one top priority. Of course, people disagree with me and they wanna create a website and I'm, you know, whatever works for you, but creating a website does take time. Um, so if you're gonna outsource it, then that's one piece of it. But if you're outsourcing it, then it is gonna cost you because creating a website is a specialized skill that another freelancer will provide for you. Um, but at this point, if you're really ready to kind of position yourself as that expert, really charging more premium prices, having a website would be a nice next step. It's a great way for people to come to your website. You are clear about the service that you provide, who you provide that for, and then creating a blog is another really great way to create that long form content. This does not mean you have to be blogging every week. Again, creating long form and short form content does take time. So you're really going to want to factor that in to your already existing work schedule. This is where transitioning to premium packages does make a little bit more sense because if you're transitioning to premium packages or higher packages or higher ticket clients, you are not going to have to have 15 clients, right? You might only need five or six clients, or maybe you can scale back a little bit as you're starting to make this transition because you might wanna leave room to create this long form content. You might wanna leave room to up-level your skills and maybe take a course in that service that you're wanting to specialize in. Um, but I do believe having anywhere from four to eight cornerstone blog posts surrounding what you do. And again, just talking about those things that will provide value. Um, don't be worried that you're going to give everything away, right? I share tips on this podcast all the time and people still hire me to coach them. People still take my courses. People still buy from me every single day because 
what you are providing is that expedited process, right? Somebody could take your information and they could do it themselves or they could hire you because either number one, like they're still running into some headaches, they don't have everything that they need, they wanna cut the time down in half. So don't be afraid that like, oh, I don't wanna write blog posts or share content or put content out there because like then if all my content's out there, then nobody's gonna wanna hire me. The exact opposite happens. The, the content that you put out there, again, positions you as that expert, positions you as somebody who knows what you're doing when it comes to this service, to this area, and then that's going to encourage people, wow, like she really knows what she's doing. If I'm gonna outsource this, like I wanna hire somebody who, who talks about it, who shares about it, who knows the ins and outs of this. So creating that long form and short form content is going to be really helpful. The short form piece of it is going to be more of what you see on social media. Again, you don't have to be everywhere. Repurposing is a really great way to be on more platforms without having to do more of the heavy lifting. But thinking about how can I show up either on Instagram or TikTok talking about this. And I think what some people get frustrated about is they're like, well, I put out this content and I talk about this. It's going to take time. When I first started this podcast, nobody was listening to it. I had to constantly market it. I has had to constantly put out content week after week. And now we're at a place where people hear about the podcast. They listen to the podcast week after week. You keep showing up here because I'm putting out this content. It builds that no like, and trust, but don't think I've been putting out this content and nothing is happening. It comes with consistency. Um, and again, that is going to bring people to you when you are sharing about your expertise. So I talked about creating long form and short form content. I talked about kind of narrowing in on those services that you offer. The next piece to charging more premium prices or those higher ticket prices is to use testimonials. So make sure that you have some kind of workflow set up in your process of working with clients where at the end of working together, or if you're working with somebody on a retainer base, you know, a few months into working together that you are asking for testimonials, screenshotting things that they might send to you in an email, or maybe they tag you on Instagram, or maybe they send you an Instagram DM and like, oh my gosh, I just got, you know, X, Y, and Z from the work that we did together. Thank you so much. Screenshotting those things. I honestly think those type of testimonials perform way better than the ones that you type up, that you put in Canva, that you make all pretty, like getting that real time in the moment of like, this person had to send me this email. They had to send me this DM because of the results that they got working together. So using those testimonials, people want to know that the work that you are doing has helped somebody else. So make sure that if you feel like I don't have any testimonials, are you asking for them? Is this something that you are regularly asking for? Even if you just did a small product for somebody, getting a testimonial around how you worked and how efficient you were. It doesn't necessarily have to be, oh, she designed a five page website for me. Uh, just getting any kind words from clients is really going to position you and help your potential clients in the future to, again, build that no like, and trust that, hey, this is what she does, this is what she's known for, this is the results that she's gotten people, people are singing her praises. Um, so that is the other piece that I would say are, is going to help, again, position you as more of that not just entry level anymore, that you have, you've worked with clients, you've gotten people results, that your prices speak for themselves because of the value and the transformation that you provide to your clients. And one of the last things that I think, it, again, it, it's one of those things where when you say it, it's like, ah, oh, this, this seems so simple, but sometimes people forget these small things. Make sure that you are sharing your work, sharing what you're doing, sharing the behind the scenes. Again, people like to be a fly on the wall. People wanna see, hey, if I was working with this person, what would it look like? So as you are working on other clients' work, as you are doing behind the scenes, set up a camera and film yourself and just 
put it into an editing app and speed up the process and then do a voiceover talking through exactly what you're doing. So if you were doing a Pinterest audit, setting up your camera, maybe filming from a couple different angles, putting that all together. I love the app CapCut. It's a really great program. It's free and it makes the editing process super easy. You can upload a bunch of different clips from your camera roll and then you can put them together, you can speed them up and then you can do a voiceover talking through that process, letting somebody know, here's what you can expect if you hire me for a Pinterest audit or here's what you can expect if you hire me to write your emails for you. Talking through that process so people can see the behind the scenes, people can see your work sharing that out, sharing out case studies, sharing out results. Of course, you can you know, blur out your clients' names, but say you are a Pinterest manager, sharing results of the click-through rates um, and the engagement that you got for clients, and then saving that to a highlight, saving that to something that people can come back and binge and consume and see, and have that be something that you are continuously highlighting, bringing back up, even if it's something that you know is not in the moment, talking about that, saying, hey, I got these results from my clients last month, I wanna talk about you know, what this looked like, what, you know, share that before and after. Here's what the client came to me with, here's what she was struggling with, here's what we were able to accomplish working together. Have that be type, the type of content that you are putting out if you're doing that short form content. Again, showing the before and after, showing what it's like working with you. People are driven by results. They want to see, okay, like what can I expect working from you? If, and if you, it's not necessarily results driven, like you don't necessarily feel like, oh, I don't have like the data, like how we share analytics on Pinterest or we share analytics on click-through rates or social media posts, sharing before and afters of like, here's what the client's website looked like, or here's what their branding looked like, or, you know, here's the struggles that they had with their copywriting. It wasn't converting. No one was, no one was clicking through. Here's what we were able to do together. Sharing your work, sharing testimonials, talking about the process of working with you, the results that you're able to get. And I think the biggest thing when you're starting to transition and wanting to charge more is that it's gonna take a little bit more work. Uh, it's an easy for somebody to say like, hey, I've got this t-shirt over here, it's $5, do you want it? Sure, um, like $5, everybody's like, oh, that's like, you know, I, I can spend $5. But if you're like, got that same t-shirt or maybe it's an up-level t-shirt, maybe instead of a screen print, now it's like embroidered on it and now that t-shirt's $100. Like you're gonna have to talk about what makes this shirt really great. You're gonna have to talk about the work that went into it, how it was hand embroidered, how, you know, the person who hand embroidered it, the work that they've been doing in the training they've had, like you're gonna have to talk about that in order to get that person to say yes to buying that t-shirt. So think about that too when it comes to your marketing as you're starting to make the shift is I'm really gonna to have to put a little bit more work into my marketing. If if you've been, you know, maybe in Facebook groups, maybe you've gotten referrals, but now you're starting to shift, it is going to take, I don't wanna say a little bit more convincing, but it is going to take more nurturing as you start to pivot your services. You have to remember like, think about how you buy. Do you just go and buy, you know, the next $5,000 thing that you see? No, it's gonna take some time. You're gonna to have to learn about that. You're gonna to have to research. You're going to have to um, learn about the person, right? So think about your own buying habits. It's It probably would take you some time to make that purchase, to decide to do something. And so thinking about what would, what would encourage me to want to learn more? What would encourage me to keep coming back? What would encourage me to, to keep thinking about, hey, like this sounds like a good uh, thing for me to invest in. Think about that. That's how other people are thinking too. If they see you 
some people, you know, if you do a really great job and you capture them right off the bat, it might be like, hey, I just started following you and I see what you're doing. And I think it's great. And I'd love to jump on a discovery call with you. Other people, it's going to take some time. And also know that nurturing is not just you spitting out information. Nurturing is having conversations with people. Again, not just having conversations saying like, hey, do you want to hire me? Nurturing relationships, building relationships, growing your network, having conversations with people, both potential clients, other freelancers, uh, being a resource for other people. Hey, I don't offer that service anymore, but let me connect you with somebody who does. Or, hey, if you ever need anything in the future, I would love just to be a support. Coming at it from a place of service is really going to change your mindset around uh, as you around this whole idea of up-leveling yourself, up-leveling your prices and your services as well too. So hopefully this was kind of an eye opener for you and helps you to think about, okay, it's not just as simple as me, you know, raising my rates and transitioning this and hoping like people will come through the door. It really takes a mindset, a mindset shift around this and also kind of a, a, a shift in the way that you're going about business as you want to transition to this more up-leveled, higher ticket packages and pricing. It really does take that mindset shift in the way that you're going to go about doing that. So let me know if this was helpful. I love hearing from all of you. I love when you share the podcast episodes. I love when you come and send me a DM and say, hey, I love today's episode. It was really great. So let me know which one of these tips that I shared in today's episode you feel like you really want to focus in on as you start to transition. Maybe you're like, hey, I've kind of been offering a little bit of everything to everyone. I want to start to hone in on what that that service is going to be that I can position myself as the expert. Or, hey, like I've kind of made that transition and I want to get known for this, but now I need to start focusing on putting out that long form content. Or, hey, I you know have thought about starting my own podcast, but it does feel kind of overwhelming. I'm going to start podcast guesting right now and speaking on my topic and sharing free value to people because that free value is going, again, to build that know, like, and trust, which is going to turn into people wanting to invest in you and your services. So thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I love pouring into you guys each and every week. And I always appreciate when you share, when you review the show. So keep doing that and I will catch you in the next episode. Thank you for choosing to spend some time with me today. I appreciate you so much. If you haven't yet, I would love it if you would leave me a review on iTunes and share this episode in your Instagram stories and tag me. By sharing and reviewing, you can help spread the message so we can reach more entrepreneurs who are ready to scale their business to new heights. I will see you in the next episode.